Welcome to the Fresh Delivery Show, a show about anything and everything and all that you need to know about pop culture, current events, relationships, travel, music, and entertainment. And it features candid conversation with co-hosts and audience. If this is your first time checking us out, you can download us on the Anchor app, but now you can catch us on all podcast formats from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and now Spotify. I'm your host with the most, the Shaolin Fantastic. The Grand Booba. And we got a special person who's making a quick return, a.k.a. Quick. Quickston, Jim Quickston, JCB, all types of names. JQ. <laughs> and we also got a special, special guest in the house. We got Shubri Sos. All about mm. the hosts. <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, good, man. Yeah. How you Chilling, chilling, man. Good, good. Allergies killing me. Yes, it's killing all of us. So, did anybody, to, oh, go ahead. Really quickly, did anybody see this video of a helicopter uh, flying over the North Georgia mountains and it was just whipping up pollen? Like, oh, yeah, uh, it was crazy. That sounds just, disgusting. Like, the trees were like yellow and then they were right by and it just <clears> turned green because it was just this big pluming cloud of pollen. I got to see that later. I feel, yeah. I do feel it was like pretty spectacular. Companies like Zyrtec and Allegra should be doing their tests out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, speaking of spring and pollen, uh, our episode tonight is called Spring Cleaning. Mm-hmm. So spring cleaning, we want to emphasize about mental and physical health by getting rid of negative energy, getting rid of clutter, uh, maybe changing a routine that you're consistently doing that's not really helping you progress and moving forward in life. And we're just going to touch base on a lot of things. Um, when you guys hear spring cleaning, when people talk about their physical and their and their mental health and, and their emotional health, what kind of things that like you've heard people go through or have you been through that helps you move forward and kind of move away from the like the negative energy of the past and stuff like that? I think the most common would be, you know, um, depression. Like, hey, you know, I've lost, you know, like a loved one, or you know, or sometimes like I feel like I don't have any friends that don't have my full support or whatnot, so I just want to cut people off, you know? So I feel like as I got older, uh, yeah. I have a habit of cutting people off too, yeah, too because, fast. Yeah, because I'm just like, I don't want to deal with it. Absolutely, because, you know, when you get older, your circle of friends becomes smaller and smaller. So I, I've I, learned about it firsthand. I do feel like when you... Like, as you get older, you know how you, you don't want to deal with certain things because it's like you just don't have the time and energy. Yeah. But then there's also a flip side to it also that it is avoidance. And a lot of times when you avoid something because you don't want to deal with it because you don't have you don't have the energy, you're right. That is the sign of depression or mm-hmm. something that you need to change and stuff like that. Like, what do you think? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think that when you get too... <coughs> When you get too deeply dug into that hole, it can sometimes feel difficult to, to get yourself out. Um, yeah. And you feel like you're running in place for a while. And, and so it's easy for people to say, well, I just don't know what to do. And I mean, it's 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 real. I mean, people deal with so much these days. Yeah. And I think there's so much coming at you and so much that we've hidden from ourselves, whether it's genera- generationally or cultural culturally, that have an impact that uh, lots of people still have to deal with. What about you? What do you think? Um, I mean, for me personally, um, if I'm thinking about, you know, that mental cleanup, right? I, in the past, from what I've noticed, I definitely tend to do 
kind of what Bubba said, kind of cutting people off. Um, mm-hmm. And big thing for me is just like getting back to reorganizing myself, not necessarily just like, you know, mm-hmm. daily schedule itself, but mm. there's a lot of stuff that I always think to myself, like, all right, I got to get this done. But, you know, you kind of sideline it because it's not a huge priority. Yeah. But I always find that, you know, any week or any month or I look back on the year, I think about things that I liked about that year. But then I also think, man, I wish I had done X, Y, and Z. Why didn't I do it? You know? Yeah. So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just really quickly. um, And, you know, one thing for me is like that mental cleanup of just letting yourself sometimes do nothing and even have like peaceful moments um, for me, I'll, I'll go hiking. You know, I like to just go into the woods and just like, especially on a sort of cold and wet day because nobody ever goes out. So it can mm. just be me and it's just quiet and I'll just like collect my thoughts and find something that just takes my mind out of a space to just sort of clear out all of that energy sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's true. Cause um, I mean, I, I definitely know that like a lot of my friends and family will tell me, you know, you just you're so busy and you're constantly moving and then just in general as my type of schedule in my field a lot of people notice that i don't take a break and so i think for me like it's a hard thing to try to actually just sit down and relax yeah as as you know arbitrary as that may sound so for the listeners out there shubri is a certified personal trainer yes, and sir. a powerlifting coach. Yep. So he's actually going to tell us about uh, the physical side of things and how to stay in shape and also how to use that as a weapon to counter, mm-hmm. you know, the, the negative effects of not moving forward in life and like just holding on to baggage and stuff like that. And it's funny you say that uh, JQ um, mm-hmm. meditation was actually on the agenda tonight. So for example, I feel one of the best ways to kind of really move forward, whether it's a personal issue with a friend, supervisor, death in the family, um, just you're getting so caught up in your own work schedule and in your routine that you don't have time to enjoy stuff, is to actually set a goal. And it's easier said than done. But in reality of it, you gotta force, you have to force yourself, right? You know, like your body mm-hmm. needs change. Yeah. Your mental state needs change. Yeah. It needs to feel uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, right? And absolutely. you have to learn how to adapt to it. Um, and the easiest way to do that, when you set a goal, you said, obviously, you want to set like a long-term goal. And then you want to set maybe like... A short-term goal. Slightly shorter, but not too short. Yeah. And then break that down little by little. Mm-hmm. And just and, and then embrace like the little victories. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, and, you know, they say um, when you, like, when you set up your schedule a lot of times people will set up their schedule based on the things they have to do like i gotta go to work i'll I'll, you know go to the gym those things might not be super fun to some people yeah so they say like schedule fun things too you know so when you Mm. need those times like schedule just go you know take the kids to the park or whatever it might Mm be um just to get yourself out of that that routine and setting those goals um for me though i would say taking away all excuses too you know like i know for me when i wanted to get in shape i told myself i was like what's the least i could do and get in shape so i knew if i could get like 15 to 20 minutes of good heart rate going yeah that something. was enough yeah, yeah. exactly so mm-hmm. i just got this mentality of like do something i don't care and so i set up my my place where i had t25 on it and i had like i was like if i can't put down an xbox controller for 25 minutes and work out 
and then after 25 minutes, I can be lazy as See, hell. the Xbox <laughs> should be the reward. Right. right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it was nice to be able to, like, that helped me. It was like, well, if I didn't do it, I just didn't want to do it. So it's ironic that you said um, to schedule the things that you like to do, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we neglect as human beings, and sometimes we wait until we're really too old, is to actually take yourself out on a date. You know, like you said, you know, your date mm -hmm. could yeah. be walking to the woods, you yeah. know, or like me, I'm not going to lie, I'm a fat boy, so I'm going to go dine and I will ball out. I'm going to get some expensive, yeah. super expensive ass meal. Yeah, man. Right? That's what I makes mean, you happy. And enjoy and embrace it. Or I'll, I'll pamper myself, get a massage or whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I took myself on a date once and I'll tell you guys, I was really handsy. Who won at the end of the night? <laughs> like, all right, so let me ask you this. Like, uh, if you were to take yourself on a date, like, what would be your ideal day for you that you have? You could do whatever you want. Let's just say the funding is not a big deal. You don't have to worry about building. Like, what, could, what do you want to do that you feel that will help kind of rejuvenate your thought process and your physical state? So I would say it's a three-parter or maybe a four-parter. Um, the first part is going to sound very obvious from my, from what I do. Um, the first thing, the very first thing I would do is go work out. And I'm yeah. talking <clears throat> since I'm, you know, since I'm really into powerlifting, I would do a hard powerlifting session, you know, hit some big squats, you know, hit it hard. Um, and then the next part of it, I mean, I feel like everyone can relate to food, you know, mm. just like you were saying, Lynn. I'm, you know, I'm going to go probably to some steakhouse. Mm. Most likely prime rib. Mm. It's my favorite steakhouse. Okay. Tomahawk. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, God. yeah. That's like a dinosaur leg. Get Have that, you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Get the dry age. Ooh. <laughs> okay, you guys are stealing my thunder, by the way, because that's exactly what my date will be. Okay, wait, let me ask you this. Random. Okay. How do you like your steak cooked? Uh, now I like it rare. Ooh. Full rare. Explain. Wow. Um, so coming up Asian background especially Cambodian, everything, every meat you eat fully cooked. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, and then Except my old, my old New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Thai, Laos and Cambodian <laughs> New Year. Mm -hmm. Just passed recently. Yeah. And Burma. And Burma. Yeah. Can't forget that. All the um, Southeast Asia countries. All of them. All of them. <laughs> but yeah, when uh, my brother, my oldest brother introduced uh, me into medium rare steaks you know a little undercooked compared to what mom used to cook for us mm -hmm. and i used to be grossed out by it as soon as i tasted it, i was like oh man i've been missing this buttery magic my <laughs> whole life mm. <laughs> buttery magic mm. oh yeah man so my date just like you like well first go to work you know and then after work go to the gym and then after that you know what let me go to a nice steakhouse mm. and then after that I go to the movies what kind mm. of steak um, you know what? Give me a porterhouse. Ooh, big mm. boy. Yeah. yeah. Big boy steak. I was going to say, well. I, you know, eating is the international language <laughs> yes. in a way. Um, and also because it stimulates our taste buds, it fires our neurons in our brain of this delicious, you know, beef, chicken, pork, you know, salad, water, whatever it is. Right. <clears throat> it helps make you feel better. Right. But then also we need to prepare the counter and obviously the physical side of it. But I always felt like what, you know, JQ was saying about um, like going on a walk or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and when you know how you said Grand Booba about movies, 
I, I feel like those are good too mm -hmm. because I feel like you're forced to focus on that those moments. Yeah. You know, whether it be a movie, um, going to a sporting event, you're, fo you're really focused on it. And especially movies are really good because you think when you're forced to like silence your phone. Right. Like mm -hmm. don't be that a-hole in the movie theater <laughs> and bright lights open up and it starts flashing and like Hoochie Mama song starts playing in the middle of the theater. <laughs> right? Just <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> but I, I always felt like when you could do something that helps you focus the moment, and obviously if you can, you can add in, you know, um, you know, um, oh my God, I completely Meditative forgot. Meditative practices. Meditative or, practices, yeah. but mm -hmm. something that allows you to work in a physical state. Like so, for oh, example, you said yeah. walking in nature. Yeah. Another good idea would be sometimes actually invest the money into some good pair of headphones that has noise cancellation. Mm -hmm. Throw those bad boys on and just go shopping. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like a soundtrack. Well, yeah. you know, something that I've 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 learned the value in is moments that will only exist in your memory. Um, <clears throat> I remember going uh, to New York with some friends a few years ago, and this was a big deal. Like we were uh, hosting this big event for our organization, and you know, we were going to New York to to work with everybody. And normally, everybody would have their phones out taking pictures. And it was a group of like seven, eight of us. And we were just walking around <clears> New York doing silly things, stupid things, having fun, just enjoying each other's company. And there were a couple times where it was like, I was like, oh, I should take a picture. And I'm like, nope, I didn't take a picture. And I was like, there's something nice about the fact that we will share this moment. And it doesn't have to go to anybody yeah. else. You know what I mean? Agreed. And it yeah. makes you sort of focus on like, I need to be here. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Moment. It's really sort of nice. Like sometimes, I mean, there's certain times where I'm like, I'm, I'm keeping this, you know, but like, so that's, that's yeah. actually, all right. So it's funny you say that and that's actually called digital hoarding because <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> Imagine going to a concert, going to our, our kids, nephews, nieces, whatever. And we're watching them. Right. And we pull out our phone. We're not watching them. We're watching our phone yeah. because we want to capture the moment. But at the same time, how often are you going to go back and look at it too? Right. Right. Yeah. So that's digital hoarding as well. Yeah. And and we live in a society where we are very selfish. And a lot of people say we're not. We are very selfish. It's not a good thing, but it's also not a bad thing also. Well, actually, it kind of like I just contradict myself, but like good thing mm -hmm. and bad thing, same thing. But there is a difference. Bad thing is actually meaning it's harmful. Not a good thing means there's just no positive outcome to it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that. I sometimes because I like you, you know I, I like words you know yeah and so I always like to think about how language impacts the way we even see things and so I like to look at words that we consider sort of in this negative sense and wonder like what is the positive of it and why do we consider it negative so words like selfish I've actually I've started to take to it where I'm like I've you know so I you know I've worked with the board of uh, AIGA Baltimore and I would tell my board members a lot of times, I'm like, it's okay to be selfish. And, you know, people would be like, oh, but I want to help someone and I want to do good. And I'm like, no, you don't. You, you know, like, 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 yeah, you got to be mean, honest. Right. And, that, like, and that's something I had to, you know, learn, you know, also um, just you got to look out for yourself, man. You got to think about number one, you know, because at the end of the day, who's going to look out, you know, for you? But, but there's a but. I don't yeah. mean to cut you off, but. Yeah. You can be selfish as long as it doesn't affect somebody else. Right. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying like what and what I mean is being able to admit that you want something. And then to me, it was sort of this thing of like, it's OK to say that you want something. Now, understand that the other person also wants something. Mm. You know what I mean? And then it's like, OK, so now are you being reasonable with what you want or are you unreasonable? When it's yeah. unreasonable, that's the problem. Yeah. And it's like, hey. 
I got an expectation that if I call you, you're going to hit me back. If you don't call me back, then apparently we just don't care enough about each other to keep that communication going. You I have that I mean? conversation with people all the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. It's called phone yeah. etiquette. Like, like, don't get mad at me if you're like, yo, you never hit me up. Like, I, I had to learn the hard way, up. too. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 trust me, I had to learn the hard way, but I'm getting better at it, you know, hopefully. Um, my peers can understand and yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I've gotten better and and I appreciate, you know, some people pointing that out to me, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I just did, my bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Man, no, but I haven't received a text from you lately. What's up with that? Oh, man. man. So I mean <laughs> it, so it's funny. That's a that's the kind of thing people typically say in a relationship, but I also feel it goes when you when we say relationship, we typically think dating. Yeah. Right. But this can also go with friendship and even, you know, family, et cetera. Because there's realistically, like you said, there's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's yeah. 168 hours. You can still make time. Or you can have an Android and you can <laughs> schedule your text and have the text automatically sent for you without even touching it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, this show is not sponsored by Android. But facts. I do, the, I do those texts. <laughs> oh, you do? How do you think yeah. I make my so, money? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'm the only one that's Team Apple, huh? No, there's nothing wrong. I, I, I have, have Apple. Apple. Mm-hmm. I have Apple too. Those yeah. those scheduled text messages are convenient because I'm in oh, I'm in birthdays. appointments all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll be like, why is this person texting me? Like, oh, I sent that saying, hey, don't forget to pick up broccoli or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But speaking of you know money, budgeting is one of the biggest thing in gaining wealth. You want to make sure that you're not spending your money on meaningless things. What is a in in your world for the listeners out there? So should we? We have a big actual uh, diverse. Um, community of podcasters and, and, and our fan base uh we have listeners from like canada london nice. uh thailand australia spain africa south america um uh, canada um actually we had so for listeners out there we had the ncaa march madness tournament and the fresh delivery show we had our first bracket and shout out to kevin from canada who won mm-hmm. he won a 25 dollars nice. gift card yes. but guess what their currency is different so it's actually 32 dollars to him yeah. Dang. Yeah. Kevin right. had to come up. Yeah, um, man. What so good job, Kevin. Uh, Toronto. Nice. Toronto. Yeah. Man, when I was like. He's from the six. When I was like 14, 15, I was moving to Canada. Like, I, I had it planned. I had books. I knew the schools. Mm-hmm. I was researching how much apartments were. I was like, I'm moving to Canada. What happened? I just didn't end up moving to Canada. So ah. <laughs> so, which goes back to you, in some, some cases, if that was realistic, you would set the goal. And if it was attainable, you would do it. If it wasn't attainable, so was it attainable or is it just the drive wasn't, there was not enough positives on that end? I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it just wasn't, uh, it didn't seem like it was particularly feasible for no, me at gotcha. the time. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have been able to afford it. Like, I was, I mean, I was like 15 also. Oh, 15. Yeah, yeah, I was 15. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it was like a phase. Yeah, yeah. I was just, yeah, I, I, was I was in this 26. phase. I was just like <laughs> reading about wolves and I was like, yeah, I want to just, Go to the world. I want to go to the northern territories. I still want to go to the northern northern ter- uh, territories. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Canada. And I'm gonna live in the woods, and I'm just gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Just hike and s- sit with wolves. Like that was my. That was what I was, yeah. I was doing. Yeah. So speaking of budget, so um, another thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you're writing on your monthly expenses. You know, um, we're not telling you how to handle your money. We're just giving recommendations based on our own personal experience. But I've always believed in whatever yeah. money you get, look at the immediate finances that you have to, like your expenses that you got to pay, pay that. And then whatever's left over, do the 70-30 plan. 
you know, take out 30%. So what if it's a little amount? Put it in your savings. Do not touch it. Yep. The other mm-hmm. 70%, you could use it to, you know, buy certain things. Or you could flip it, use the 70% in your saving, and use the 30 to spend. That way it kind of, I'm going to say condition is the right word, but it'll help you um, focus and to be patient for your next paycheck. Yes. You know, um, a lot of people tend to, hey, it's payday. Let me just blow all my money. And I'm not going to lie. I used to do that when I was younger. College days, I used to do a lot of drinking and partying and mm-hmm. going out to eat and, you know, buying everyone food and everything like that. And after a while, you got to realize, man, that's an expensive hobby, you know. And then in the long run, it feels good for the moment, but it doesn't really help you, you know. And then you, you start creating like this all in your own like personal negative energy and stuff like that. But you got to recognize where you can cut and also save um, and then really look at the big picture. What are you saving for? That's another thing I feel like the older generation has a problem. They save, they save, they save. Right. I'll be honest. My father was like that. I'm like, all right, you're saving all this money. But then what are you doing? You know, like you're just not enjoying life, too. So it is, you yeah. do have to find that balance. You yeah. do have to take yourself on a date or yeah. you do have to treat yourself, you know, or. Maybe sometimes I'm like I'm noticing it as we get older. Once you get past the age of like, I feel like the pinnacle point to like real adulthood is like 28. Yeah, that's like that's also the I'm prime of right your now. life. <laughs> you're, you're also entering the prime of your life. Yeah, so. and I'm noticing like even just watching on social media, um, is a lot of people are going on solo excursions on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, well, or or they'll go on like a social site and then they have like a group yeah. of people just say. Hey, we're going to Mexico. Cool. We're doing the same thing. If I see you down there, I see you down there, and you don't, you don't, and meet new people and network and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I personally, I'm I was, used to be scared of doing that, you know, because I was always scared that I'm in a different country and all of a sudden, like, yeah. I lost my passport. You're American, you know, like. Yeah. So it's it's interesting because when I first started traveling, um, I mean, like I went a few places here and there when I was younger with my family, but. I didn't really start traveling until I was like 21, 22. But I, for some reason, never had that fear. Yeah. And I, you know, it was first travel with my brother, you know. And then I did a solo travel when I was 22. Where'd you go? Um, this was California. No, 23. That's why. How I'm about 23. out of the country? So out of the country, man, I've only been out of the country to the Caribbeans uh, by myself. Mm. How was mm. it fun? Oh hell yeah! Man. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Uh, so, went to St. Martin and I met hey. up with one of my boys there, because um, he was on a different island, and then him and I both went to Puerto Rico after that. How ironic is that? Hey, you're at that island. Let's go well, meet no, at this we, island. We 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 we. Oh, we, you planned we it. We planned it because he had been on uh, an island called uh, Dominica. Uh huh. Small island. So he had mm. been there, and I said, "Hey man, you're finishing." He was finishing up med school, so I was like, "I said, let's have some fun, man." And he was just like, all right, I think I got some time. But I'd never had that fear. And I always find that uh, solo travel, man, I'd, I've had fun with people too, but solo travel is my favorite travel. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, me too. Um, like, for instance, uh, traveling uh, Niger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did it like a couple of times by myself. So that's actually pretty cool. I don't know. It, I just get that feeling of like, man, like I'm on this solo adventure by myself. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I like sitting on the airplane and, and you just, talk to different people and talking to different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't want to talk to them, you throw your headphones on, mm-hmm. put your yeah. sunglasses on and just take a nap or whip out your phone or your iPad and watch a movie. Um, that's go, going to another one is uh, 
then I mentioned that, you know, watching other people online and seeing that they're going, and it's kind of an inspiration. But another thing is to actually get off social media. Yes. Have you ever done like a social media like break where you actually deactivated it and just kind of let it sit for like a month or so? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I actually did that recently. I, I feel like I do that pretty often, but because that's, I mean, this is how we make our money on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of have to like be on social media, but um, but yeah, sometimes taking a taking a break definitely helps. Um, gives you think about it. Earthquake happens, something happens. What's the first thing we do? Post it. We go post it. We, mm-hmm. we grab our phone. We start looking at Twitter. I feel like those sites sometimes are even faster than the news and sometimes possibly even more accurate. Mm-hmm. But we're so quick to do that, you know? Um, Facebook, but Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, what's the other one? Snapchat. Um, um, there, there's there? so many, but social media can also be a dangerous tool because, you know, people like to be keyboard warriors on there, you know? Oh, yeah. So. So I feel like if you can get rid of social media, another outlet that you, a lot of people can do is actually start journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Very good. like we get it. We live in the age of technology. You know, you can use your phone to journal, which is cool. You have, you know, you have Google Docs and all that stuff. But if you can just go back to old school journaling and just writing down, writing the date, writing down, you know, what you did that day or what do you want to accomplish? That's like a checklist. And I feel like people don't do that as much anymore. Do there you is something really nice about scratching something out of a, a, a pad. Like yeah. I usually create, I keep a little book with me now where. Ladies and gentlemen, he's doing that me. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like I keep a little pocket notebook. You yeah. Know, just like mm-hmm. if somebody's like, yo, what are you up to Thursday? I'm like, oh, I'm writing it right now. Like I write it down immediately. And, mm-hmm. check and out I can later. look at it and be like, okay, this is what I got coming up. And. It, it's something really nice about just with the pen yeah. or pencil, just that scratching that it sound, off. scratching it off, man. It feels good. Yeah, man. It's a, it's almost it's, rewarding. Be, it's almost becoming a lost art, man. Not writing pen to paper, even like penmanship, um, even like writing letters. You know, like no one does that anymore. Oh man, so many. Yeah, uh, because dude, can you do like like thirty, forty, fifty years ago? People used to write letters, like legit write. And then they would send it to you. Yeah, side note. Well, not really side note. Just adding on to that, Booba. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my exes would tell me, write me a letter. Did For whatever reason. Yeah. The ladies like the letter, man. It's, it's Because you know why? Yeah, because you put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. That's why. Ah, uh, that goes into our episode from the good guys finishing last. <laughs> and there's some people <laughs> that don't believe it. There's some people that do believe it. But when it comes down to it, if you've never been in it, it's hard to really understand where people are coming from. But we'll get into that another yeah. day. But yeah. it's I, I do agree when you do very traditional things, um, they have a lot more sentiment because it also shows that you've done your research, but also you're putting a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it also helps you be more creative. Um, yeah. Because for me personally, whenever I'm writing up my programs for my clients, even my every manager I've had in the past at different you know different facilities I've worked at, they look at me and they're like, "You have this tablet, you have this cell phone, you have this computer in front of you. Why are you not using the technology?" And I say, "Look, I've evolved with technology because I'm the technology generation, but my best programs come from when I have this messy paper with all these mm-hmm. scribbles and scratches on it." words scratched off rewritten multiple times and i'll layer it back into an electronic program yeah that's a problem like we we've become slave to technology like mm-hmm. we're so dependent on our cell phones laptops 
tablets. Yeah. You yeah. name them. Well, when we're you're a slave a, to them. When you're on a device, too, one of the issues that you <coughs> run into is that people, you're thinking about perfection. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you get onto a computer, and, and I've seen this with designers all the time, where they're like, they only go right into Illustrator and Photoshop, for instance. So, mm-hmm. um, and if you're not familiar with uh, Adobe Photoshop, I, mean, I think I feel like Photoshop is a ubiquitous word yeah. now, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, they'll jump right into Photoshop when they do stuff. And it's like, yeah, when you do that, you're automatically thinking about how to make this perfect and I'm undoing things. Like, when you get into a sketchbook, you don't get that opportunity. And I'm like, I'll, I'll tell my daughter, I gave her a sketchbook and, um, I told her, I'm like, you're not allowed to use an eraser in this because mm. I don't want you to like, like make the mistake, stick with it. Yeah. Live yeah. with it. It might inform something later. <laughs> you know, that's true. Yeah. And to, like to piggyback on journaling, uh, what we said to get off social media, but like put your dreams on layaway. Um, it was something that was told to me. Uh, shout out to Aurelia Michaels. Mm. Um, she actually went over this spring cleaning plan with me. We kind of talked about this stuff. So shout out to her. Um, but put your dreams on a layaway plan, meaning write down your goal and then try to write down the small individual goals, how you're going to achieve that dream. You know, uh, be very specific, see the dream, research it, print it out, make it tangible and move it forward and start a payment plan if it costs money, you know. And then the only thing that stopping you from doing it is you. You're the only person that you can blame, you know. So it's either you keep making excuses or you can make it happen. And then if it's not great, at least you experience it. You don't have to do it anymore. And I feel like that's the problem. A lot of people are are scared to fail or show, you know, humility versus, you know, oh, I'm, I feel I'm going to be humiliated. But no, you, you're probably more humiliated because you didn't even do it. You look like a scaredy cat. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't keep themselves accountable, but they know how to and they know what they need to do. Because like you said, <coughs> the fear, yeah. the fear of failure, mm-hmm. they just, uh, they prioritize too much their, like, pride in the moment. Yeah. Well, I also think, I, I think that sometimes um, it's easy to say fear of failure, but I think there's also something to be a fear of success. Um, oh, yeah. Because, and I, I'll, I'll admit, I've had fear of success at times where... It's like, okay, I could do this thing really and just run really hard. And I know if I did it, it will be amazing. But damn it. Now everybody's going to expect <laughs> me to do that all the time. And then what if I can't do that all the time? It's like you you're, it's never, like you're yeah, overthinking, yeah, right? Sure. right? You right. should never think that way. You should always be like, hey, you know right, what? I did it once. You shouldn't think no, that you're way, right. But like, it, it's a mindset. Everything is a mindset. Like failure, you know, success. Like you got to attack success. Do you feel and, that you self-sabotage? Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. I've done yeah. that too before. Right, yeah. I think everyone has. Right. I've even done that in sports and basketball. But like, I'm yeah. not going to post them up. Coaches tell me to post them up because I'm good at it. No, because that means you're going to keep me that position. I don't want to play that position. Yeah. yeah. So here's something that <laughs> I, I ask on that, on that end of um, self-sabotage, uh, fear of success, or um, the fear of failure. I believe that there's some aspect of it that is especially more... Uh, intense on people of color, minorities particularly. And I believe that's something that has been ingrained in some ways. And the reason I say that is because I remember, you know, being a kid and sort of being told like, all right, you know, um, uh, you know, you're black. If you don't, 
you know, you gotta you gotta run faster, you gotta jump higher, you gotta work harder to get the same recognition, you know. And it's like, all right, cool. Well, it, and if you screw up, you only get one opportunity. You screw up, you're just another black kid who screwed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And but so, it, like, I know for me, like, there were times where I was just like, okay, I can't like, I failure should be something that you should allow and learn from. And and I think that there. I've, I think that there is some area where culturally some, especially black people, aren't allowed to uh, uh, experience failure in the same way that should be through growth. And instead it becomes something that is, it is always a negative. And it's like, because if you don't, you, you got that one opportunity and that was it. Yeah. I mean, growing up as an Asian, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm expected to live up to the stereotype. Uh, for me, it was the easiest thing was just like, or the most common thing was, you know, I'm an A-plus student. Mm. I would have teachers and professors look at me, you know, and call me, you know, to answer a question on the first day of class, assuming that I know what they're talking about. Like, you don't know algebra? What's wrong with you? But yeah. I, I said, no, I am good with math. That's the only <laughs> subject. That's the only subject. But no, it was like... Embrace it was, your sort of stereotype. <laughs> but it was, like, it was like real talk. Like, I remember uh, one of my first college classes, you know, um, it was, a, it was a, a chemistry course, and the professor asked a question to the whole class, and no one wanted to answer whether anyone knew it or not. You know, I don't know, but... He looked at me and he was just like, does anyone want to share anything? Constantly eyeing me. And I'm like looking at him like, like, why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Like, (laughs) I don't, I don't know none of this. Like, uh, just be like, I don't speak English. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I don't speak English. (laughs) I remember taking chemistry in uh, high school and uh, I took it for all the wrong reasons because there was this hot girl that I had a crush (laughs) on. That's why I took it. Mm. Yeah, mm. you gotta get rid of that negative energy. Did you date her? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Was she yeah. good at chemistry? <laughs> no, we were both. No, we apparently were the biology didn't work either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, but we were both terrible in that class. Mm. Like we both ended up with a. Uh, what if she was C's. in that class because she wanted? What if she was in that class because she liked you? Did you ever make a move? I always made a move. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> I always Damn. made the move. Yeah, I always made the move. Like, Ooh. I remember one time she jokingly asked me to marry her, and I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. And then? Nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> They're not yeah. married today, folks. No. So, fortunately, she's married to someone else. So, going to spring cleaning, um, <coughs> we talked about the meditation and the focusing. We talked about, you know, pampering yourself, taking yourself on a date. And then we talked about budgeting. Uh, one of the things, and then we talked about social media. Mm-hmm. So to piggyback on social media was one tip number one that we've got was you want to make sure that you identify three to five people in your phone book or your Facebook and go look to see when was the last time you spoke to them, right? Let's just say, I don't know, about a year. Then you put an X next to the name. Or you go into their contact because, you know, obviously we have cell phones now, right? Mm-hmm. Go into contact, put the note, put the date that you put the X on there, right? Mm. And then let's say a year later, or you could even do the six-month plan, shorten it down. Look at all your X's again. Go, look, at, look at all your X's. Not like ex-girlfriends, but the X marks in the your X contact marks. list, right? Then you go look at the date. You still have not talked to them. You put another X. Do you see what I mean? So it's kind of like... I always feel like 
we've been taught, oh, you always need to save that person. You don't want to burn that bridge and blah, blah, blah. But like little stuff like that, because we have the capability of have capacity of digital capacity, but it's also mental clutter too. It's almost feel like you owe someone something when you really don't. Does that kind of make sense or is it kind of? I get it. Um, I feel like that would make sense for um, an individual who really does pay attention to, um, you know, who they're interacting with. Yeah. I mean, I find that I kind of go back and forth. Um, I used to do this thing every year where, and a friend of mine would do it too, we call it the yearly Facebook suite. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I... They call mine the purge. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> purge. That's a better name. Hit a purge. But, um, I mean, for me personally, I... I, I, that seems like an interesting thing to do, especially what you were saying with uh, the phone contacts. Um, yeah. A lot of my phone contacts, I'll scroll through it, and I know that I'm not going to be hitting up this person often if for a long time or maybe not even at all, but they are, mm. I'll say half of my phone book is, uh, is more a networking book. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because I have like a lot of clients in the past, and... Um, you know, every once in a while, my clients will have resources because, you know, like for instance, one of my clients, um, she rented out a uh, her one of her beach properties to me and some friends like four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even hit her up this year about uh, next year. And so I hit her up maybe what twice in four years. Yeah, that's not saying that this is like necessary, but um, I think if you. For me, it's like I would have to look through to see which one is okay. the value. Yeah, see, see which one is—is is this just like okay, just network, or these are like actual personal contacts? Yeah, it's actually a good point. Yeah, I like that. I like I, that style. I feel like it helps uh, because if you think about when you have so many people on Facebook, like I have a lot of people on Facebook and I feel like Instagram. Does. Mm-hmm. Everyone does because I, I mean we add everyone. We just click. It's a click away. Also, and I, I'll be honest accounts. with you. A lot of people, yeah, people use burner accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people use Facebook as like a dating app. I mean, you think about it, it's kind of it is. You think about it, it's just a different version of a dating app, <laughs> or the dating app is a version of Facebook. Yeah, it's you like know, a background check version of dating. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like we're people watching, right? Instead of keep watching people, while we make our own experiences which goes back to kind of like we we're saying like with a camera phone and a concert or new york city and yeah you're not living the moment you know you're watching the moment we're doing the same thing when we're on these social media apps we're constantly watching other people that's that's true because it's kind of funny a lot of people if i see them after you know like four or five six years i used to go to school with them or whatever then they will say you know how you been Oh, I see you. You know, you've been keeping up with your fitness and all this other jazz. And for me, the only social media I really use is Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my Instagram, it is tailored towards my business. So a lot of what I post is all fitness related. And, you know, I appreciate what people say to me. Um, and not in any negative way, but when they tell me these things, I just think to myself, wow, that's like. It's very shallow. That's, that's one of the many layers of me. Yeah. But, you know, Taking that into account, it's neutral to me because I know that my friends or the people, you know, my family, the people I see on a regular basis or keep up with personally, they, they know more of, you know, who should be really Well, because they're involved in the in the circle. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I feel like 
you gotta look at it as like a target, like a dartboard. Mm-hmm. You're in the middle, and then how the circles ripple around you, and oh, yeah, that's, good that's how you figure who is who and where is where, you know. But another one you want to do is, you know, we talked about timeline, setting your large goal, keep it simple, then set three goals for the week. That allows you to get to your your bigger goal. Um, another thing that we didn't talk about, and we mentioned about old, it's funny we're calling it old school, but <laughs> it's a more thought out way of doing it is to actually use a pencil. And paper, you know, journaling, uh, a sketchbook, etc. Um, another one is, you know, reading a book. Like, really, like, I used to be so against it. I don't know why I want to say this, but reading other people's opinions on how do they achieve success, you know, like, the, you know, how, like, what's his name? Uh, Robbins? Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Right? He's very good. But when I first saw him, I was just like, no. This man's a millionaire. He ain't going to give him no more money, right? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I was like, he did something, right? Yeah. Let me at least hear it, you know? Um, but I do feel like there's something like some of those books, you know? It's kind of like what we're doing right now. Like, we're not experts. We're not clinically licensed to give people advice. But we could just share our experiences and the things that we were taught and hopefully inspire someone else to do something, you know? Um, but I do feel like reading definitely helps out. You know, Absolutely. a lot of people are so against, like, history books um in self-motivation books i feel like those are things that help you look at history and and try to and to prevent things from happening that you know they did back then you don't want that happening to you you know uh but at the same time you don't want to live in fear yeah i mean that's where the self-motivation books come in we all have a limited scope of knowledge you know what i mean so understanding things from other people any as many perspectives as you can understand things i think makes you better yeah Um, absolutely because that's how you grow any sort of empathy or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> reading from people who are smarter than you on a subject that might help have, have yeah. some impact in, in you. And not even just reading help books, but just reading in general. Yeah. You know, just it, it opens you up to language and you hear words and you even learn new words. And you You're start using your brain more. Words. Yeah. Um, is there any books that you read that you could recommend to people? I got one that's really funny, though. Two of them, actually. Um, Three. What? Any, <laughs> any, any particular type yeah, of book? Yeah. Give, like, um, what, are, what are you reading right now? So right now I'm reading a book what called uh, Vanishing Smile. It's about? And it's about the theft of the Mona Lisa, actually, in the 19, oh. early 1900s. Oh, wow. Um, and it's really interesting. It's talking about how much of a sieve the Louvre was. <laughs> like, mm. the place, like, people could walk in and just steal stuff out of the place like it was nothing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what most famous museum in the world yeah. <laughs> in the early 1900s and like Picasso it, at this point is someone who there's a chance he was one of the people who could have stolen the Mona Lisa really very interesting is this a true story oh yeah oh no the Mona Lisa was actually stolen no no no, yeah. no the story that you the right now. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Holy crap. it's like a speculation wow. yeah. see like, I want to hear that story yeah I mean yeah. like like I, I'm still reading it right now sounds like Ocean's Eleven <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I mean I'm still reading it and Picasso <laughs> And like his whole crew, like it is crazy because they were like a gang. It was like a gang of these, you know, the ring artists yeah. who were saying we're going to challenge the way the norms are. And I mean, they were people who ch- challenged it's the, the norms and changed it. <laughs> 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 and so yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a really interesting story. How about you? Are you read? Do you read books or <laughs> audio books are actually really good too? Yeah. yeah. So podcasting. Lot, I don't. So a lot of what I read tends to be again. It's going to sound very typical. A lot of it's like fitness. It's, yeah, fitness. It's strength books, um, strength catalogs. Uh, I'll re- a lot of times <coughs> research um, 
any or read any research that uh, an old colleague of mine sends me. But one book that does come to mind that I almost read the full thing of was The Power of Habit. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a yellow book. Um, But I mean, it's pretty much what it sounds like. But it just goes in. It it shares a, a particular person's experience on them changing habit. Um, or changing little habits to result in um, a better outlook and position in their life. Um, and the only reason why I actually went out of my way to read it was because it was recommended to me by a girl I was dating at the time. And then I didn't start reading it until we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but it, it, just, it was just cool because it, it, it overlaid into many parts of my life because <laughs> non-dating parts of my L- life but yeah let me ask you this yeah. if you had read the book when you're dating her do you think you'll still be together <laughs> i mean i was was it I, a, was it a deal breaker what reading the book not reading the book no no no, no. Oh, she was man. she was real chill the, the deal breaker was the fact that she lives like in new york oh uh, okay so long distance relationship have yeah. you read any book grand booba yeah, so recently I read this book called Race Matters by Dr. Cornell West. Mm. It's a very good book about the, you know. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't catch you on that one. <laughs> I was trying to explain what the book was. So it's basically about the, you know, struggles of the black men in America. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a very short book. It's like 200 pages long, so. Oh, that's up my alley. Yeah. 200 pages? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can do that. The two books I'm reading right now, one of them is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Mm-hmm. Really good book. It's so freaking good. It's teaching you how to focus on yourself and yeah. really to ignore negative things that could affect you, things that people say, trigger words, mm-hmm. um, things that people do, learning how to be like, meh, <laughs> right? Like if it doesn't push me, touch me, affect me somehow who cares yeah. you know um another book that i'm reading is actually a very good one is kobe Bryant's book the mama mentality mm. very good book talks I about his his uh his you know his journey of being a basketball player but it's all about the mindset you know he calls it the mama mentality which is the killer instinct meaning you have you will do whatever you need to do to achieve your goal mm. like you're a goal crusher you know it could be anything it could be from like I want that stro- strawberry yogurt. What am I going to do for it? Mm-hmm. Like learning how to break things down and be like, all right, which route should I go? How do I counter it if it doesn't Going work? hardcore in that strawberry yogurt. Right? Yeah, man. <laughs> like, you know, you have an option A, B, or C. Yeah. You know, and then when you go when you go um, after your goal, and if it doesn't work, you don't sit there and re- regret. You reflect. Mm-hmm. And then try to, then don't make the same mistake. You know, is that saying, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, twice. shame on me. Yeah. Every day is a prototype, man. Yeah, I also enjoyed uh, Phil Jackson's book, Eleven Rings. It's a great, very, very very good book. Yeah. So we're coming up to the next part of our segment called "Breathe, Stretch, Shake, Let It Go" with Shuri. So we're talking about releasing negative energy, negative people, negative things on social media, learning how to improve ourselves by setting goals. uh, You know, taking yourself on a date, reading. Tell us about the physical aspect. Actually, tell us about like you and your and your background and fitness and the kind of things that you enjoy doing that helps you, you know, move okay. forward in life. So, I've been a personal trainer now for a little under ten years, and I've been a powerlifting coach for 
about five years. Um, quick snippet of how I got into fitness. Basically, high school, wanted to play football. My brother used to be a trainer, trained me. Because he was like, okay, bro, you're really small. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm small now, but like I was a really small kid. Yeah. And he was just like, we got to work your butt off. And Shout out to Big Brother. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you a career now. Oh, yeah. 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 He's He still won't admit that I do it better than him. But it's hey. like, <laughs> yeah. Let but, me ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between a power lifter and a bodybuilder? Or the, okay, the same it's, thing? Okay, it's a big difference. So bodybuilders are, uh, the easiest way is strength aesthetic. Strength okay. is powerlifting. Uh, bodybuilding is aesthetic. So bodybuilding are the guys that you see step on stage. Right, um, guy or girl. So they and go for a cut. They go for the cut. You know, rip, uh, muscular definition, posing, routines, things like that. Uh, powerlifters. It's all about uh, the standard, which is three different types of lifts. Uh, you have to squat, your bench press, and your deadlift. And they're trying to see you, who can lift the most weight totaled up together between those three lifts. And then the award is you're the Iron Man. I mean, it depends on what level. Uh, you know, some federations they'll give you cash advances, which is nice. Who's the high? Who's like the goat? Oh, of federations? <laughs> no, like who's the greatest of all time, like lifter? Oh man, isn't Jay that's, Cutler one of them? Oh, that's bodybuilder. Okay. Uh, and the, in terms of bodybuilding, like though, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Ronnie Coleman. There's a there's a bodybuilder named Jay Cutler, not the football <laughs> I thought player. You were yeah. about the football player. I'm like, what? Nah, no. Everyone thinks that. <laughs> yeah, everyone <laughs> thinks that too. But there yeah. is a bodybuilder named Jay Cutler. No. Smoking um, cigarettes, throwing in, touchdowns, powerlifting. Oh yeah. In terms of powerlifting, <laughs> like what you doing, coach? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Newport? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's corn. <laughs> That's what they think. <laughs> right? Oh, oh, man. So, powerlifting? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I got into powerlifting um, actually when I was 21. It was about seven years ago, um, eight years ago. But then I stopped it for a little bit. I kind of went crazy, did... Got into like mud runs, got into CrossFit, marathons, did all that jazz, injured myself from doing way too much at once. Oh, wow. mm. Um, mm. And I also happened to work in PT at the time as well as a therapy aide. So I got to learn really in depth of what it was that I was helping these patients with. And then I kind of came back into powerlifting around 2014. Um, and then I just started loving it. I noticed that I was a little bit better at that than some of my other colleagues were and started with a co-worker wanted me to coach him and it just kind of progressed from there and you know i'm now coaching people online so if you nice. need some programming let me know where, where can they find you uh instagram is the best spot to find me at so my instagram is k-h-m-e-r dot strength my check strength. them out check them out yep, join the movement I, I had another question so Obviously, we. I don't know how much information you want to <laughs> spill, like secrets. I don't know what they call it secrets, but like knowledge, I guess. Tricks of the trade. Tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. Um, what's like a quick tip for someone who is actually doing spring cleaning? And mm-hmm. I, I always found that when, you, when you're in shape, physically shaped, you can have a bomb-looking haircut. You got a nice outfit. Mm-hmm. When you look good, you feel good. And mm-hmm. typically, those that the energy transpires into the things that you do because you're actually putting them in motion now, right? Mm-hmm. You're going out. You're experiencing things. I got a pair of new Nikes. Let me go use those. Or I got me, 
you know, a nice outfit that you're going to wear to the club. I got a fresh haircut. You know, like just little mm-hmm. things. Oh, I went to the gym. I'm looking a little bit more leaner today, you know, or I just feel my energy levels up. What is a quick tip that you could kind of give someone like to recommend? Like typically, and let's just be very transparent about it. A lot of the people I tend to see that um, have a lot of negative energy tend to either be obese or people that are very slim. And that's just from a personal observation. Um, You know, and those tend to be the people that you hear constantly always talking about someone else, complaining and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like what what's what's a tip that you can recommend? Let's just say for someone who's very thin. To do what? Like tip for what? Like how like how do you get how do you use physical workouts or, you know, oh, okay. nutrition or whatever to be so, better? Like a quick what's a quick tip? So, uh, that's actually how a do good you start? one. Um in terms of like your typical like thin person, like mostly I'll say this this goes mostly for for men cuz I know I'm skinny guy myself for most of my life um most most of the thin guys are self-conscious because they feel smaller this is not all but this is a vast majority of them and whether they acknowledge it forwardly or not this is what's going on subconsciously so they're always feeling like they're trying to put a foot forward or put a front forward so a lot of what you should really do is just one mentally Stop thinking about other people and start thinking about yourself. Yeah. You know, and in every encounter, every situation. Um, two, in the physical aspect, do some strength training. I mean, whether you're skinny, big, whatever, when you start strength training, and, and strength training is kind of a broad term. A lot of people hear strength training, they think lifting weights. It doesn't mean that. Farmers, they strength train all day. You know? True. That is so true. And they do, they do more strength training than I do. Picking you know? up haystacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fighting cows. <laughs> doing mm-hmm. something that requires, uh, you physical know, some some weights. physical resistance, right? Because what that will do is that actually helps to make you feel stronger, not only, but then when you feel physically stronger, you feel mentally stronger, right? Mm, you feel more capable. True. If I told you we're gonna squat a hundred pounds today, and you didn't have the confidence in it. But then, you know, I gave you the steps and the guidance, and then you just finally bit the bullet and went ahead through and did it and squatted that 100 pounds. Even though the whole time leading up to it, you might have been, you know, talking all trash, doubting yourself, you know, finding excuses, you know, procrastinating. When you finally do it, though, and you walk out of it, you feel this, this high, you know, this, this sense of accomplishment that is unique to only that opportunity and can't be matched or taken away from anyone in hip-hop they call that swag oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what, swag, what about yeah. someone that's trying to like lose weight like what do you recommend um because it's funny when when i'm hearing you say this um and you know we're here obviously to support you know your brand and and, and your knowledge and stuff um I feel people like remember we talked about fear mm-hmm. and people are cheap. I give it. I, oh man, I used to be like that until I became a trainer myself. You know, like sometimes you do need to pay someone to kind of kick you in the ass a little bit. Yeah. To oh move yeah. Forward, you know, because now when you put value to something, you're paying something. You need to use it. Right. And yeah. like a lot of people are like so scared to pay. I'm like, dude, but you're investing into yourself. You're not buying something yeah. that's just gonna. That's probably the best you know money that you'll ever spend. 
is yeah. investing on yourself. Stop spending that quick money, that LeBron James money. Yeah. I, <laughs> said, I, I said it. I will talk about that if we need to. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll be, I'll be the first one to tell people, like, you know, like a lot of people will say, like, oh, you're a trainer. It's very easy for you to say, like, oh, like, you know, invest a little bit of money. People don't really know this about me unless they talk to me and ask, but I have four coaches. I have a weightlifting coach. I have a powerlifting coach. I have a bodybuilding coach. I have a strongman coach. Dang. I pay all of them. Mm-hmm. Dang. You know. I mean, I mean obviously, because you compete. Yeah. And so, so you yeah. need the best, right? You yeah. need someone to push you. And then, so a lot of people here compete and they think, you know, like, oh, that's, I, you know, I don't really want to do all that. Well, it's, it doesn't matter. And the reason why I say it doesn't matter is because why are you getting in shape or investing your time into fitness in, in the first place? You care about your health. You in some fashion, whether it's physical or mental, right? So wouldn't you want your best plan that you can get reasonably uh, to help guide you to your health? Because your health is your life. Yeah, It's also good, I think, just, I mean, obviously, you're you're the professional, but just uh, having those, like, learning good habits, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it's difficult to know where to go to get good habits you know and oh, i didn't sure. really even learn how to eat appropriately until i went and i mean i took a i took a class and i took you know was like a, with a personal trainer and a nutritionist and they were like this is how you how you should be handling like what you eat and this is what matters you know how you do it and i was like oh makes a lot of sense <laughs> you know no, it's true and like getting those good habits even though i don't go to those people anymore i at least remember and i know how to use them you retained it right yeah exactly and i like that you pointed that out because um the the two biggest things i always tell people that um will help you the most in terms of changing yourself from a fitness standpoint is consistency Mm -hmm. and habit change and you know the habit change is matters a lot more in my opinion than this specific program that you are paying me for yeah, because I can write you the best program, but it doesn't matter if you if you stick to your horrible habits or I don't want to say horrible, but if you stick to your habits, normal that habits haven't, that haven't gotten you any change. How do you expect to change? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. No, those are solid points. I mean, you have to accept. You know what it is. Yeah. People don't accept. That's a, that's a big issue. Yeah. I mean, there's personal responsibility. You know, like you can get the best trainer, the best program, all those things. But at a certain point, like you said, it is you're responsible for how it. It's like anything else in life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So just pretty much to recap on spring cleaning. One of them we talked about was to identify three to five people in your social media, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, phone contact list. And if you don't really talk to them or you haven't talked to them in a year, put an X or if you can go in their contact list. Go to the notes section and type in the date. Uh, another one is making sure you're setting your goal. You want to set a long-term goal, and then you want to set three goals to help achieve that, whether it be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or quarterly. Also, you want to research and try to like get into reading or maybe even using a pencil. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, get a pencil and like a sketch pad or a journal and really write down your goals and um, really get into more of things that really get your brains going without using so much visual things that have blue light filters <laughs> and all that kind of mm. stuff. Because that's what's kind of killing us right now. Um, another thing is you want to set aside 
minimum one minute a day to meditate just to sit there in silence and just focus on breathing and really not to think about anything but the breathing that you're doing right there and then every day so the next day would be two minutes the third day would be three minutes so you're adding a minute every single day um and if you think about it, even not even just the removing yourself from different you know moments and focusing on the moment you're in it's also it's a physical thing you're, you're controlling your breathing because breathing is what we have to do and you know a lot of athletes do a lot like i feel like if you look at all like the big name superstar athletes they do a lot of yoga they do Absolutely. a lot of oh, they yeah. do a lot of meditating yeah. you know it also helps them get in the zone yeah too, it's another know. way do you do that too me yeah when you hire lift yeah. um so actually actually it's can funny. we make that a goal now <laughs> if you don't but <laughs> my my uh my, my friends and my powerlifting buddies know that I have a routine that I go through. So when I powerlift, I'm, I look like an animal. Like, I'm real loud and some people laugh. But I, uh, I, every time I, I'm about to step out on the platform, though, I, um, I take a moment because I got my headphones on. I'm listening to my one song that's getting me going right. And then eyes closed, breathing real slow. And then when when i'm in my most clearest state of mind take my headphones off hand it to my coach and let out the biggest grunt and yell step on the platform and lift it's the zone oh yeah it's the danger zone. oh yeah and it it took me it took me years to get that zone yeah and it doesn't matter that i was you know personal trainer for however many years it's going into competition i was like every average joe yeah you got yeah. that mama mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, take yourself on a date. Post a picture of where you went with you in it, like a selfie. Yeah. As much as you people you say, oh, selfies are dumb. You know what? 2019, you have to take a picture. And like I said, you want to like, you don't always want to take pictures of other things while you're not living the moment. But sometimes, snap that moment and then yeah. live the rest of it. You know, at least to say that you've been there. Yeah. Um, that's an idea that you could do. Take yourself on to go eat something really great for yourself. Pamper yourself a little bit. Spoil yourself, you know. Um, Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we we yeah. Don't mind that in the background. We we talked about uh, investing money, and if you spend money on things that you don't, that's not necessarily good for you. Uh, I was always so felt doing the tip jar, put a dollar in every day, mm. and then in the month use that to use it something towards whatever you need. And that's like another form of like budgeting too, you know? Yeah. Um, that's really good. And the last one is try to work out like with, you know, JQ and also Shubri, the, the expert you know, mm-hmm. trainer. Try to work out maybe like what, 15, 20 minutes a day minimum? Is that like, what's something you recommend? So my recommendation is actually a little interesting. Um, I, what that recommendation what you what you said yeah like 20 30 minutes a day minimum that's good too but i'll say something that's a little more universal is take the amount that you already work out and increase the time or the intensity by about 30 percent so a 30 this minute way, workout so this way it can apply to everyone so if you don't work out at all start off by adding three days a week, you know, half an hour, an hour each workout. If you already work out and you're still trying to make a change or you're still trying to better yourself, you know, for the sake of the spring cleaning, then we got to add on a little bit more time, you know, and this is, this is how you'll be able to make a change and not just kind of stick to the old ways. Because a lot of times I feel like 
most people you meet go to the gym some amount of times during the week, right? They'll hit it maybe like two, three times a week. They'll hit mild workouts, but this way, take up the intensity or the time by an extra 30 minutes or, you know, extra 30% of the intensity, then you can actually get yourself in the habit of making more change. Challenging yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. You need to challenge yourselves. So another thing I probably do recommend doing is take a class or sign up with a personal trainer. Oh, I mean, yeah. um, classes work really well. Uh, I feel for men, we have a lot of drill, and maybe I'm just being sexist, but take a boxing class. Yeah. I definitely yeah. feel like you'll you learn something you learn how to focus your energy and you have a target yeah a lot of a lot of females really love the boxing class yes. any, any sort of combat class i mean and i'll you know i I've, I've had a lot of clients in the past you know they'll ask me like oh should i take this you know this 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 boxing class boxing class and i'm like yeah just give it a shot and they come back out they tell me that great. was that was great you know like i love working out with you but this was just like something different that I needed. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, male or female, you know, sometimes that combative nature, physically you're empowering, you, spiritually you feel empowered. It's very true, very true. Also, um, it's okay to also work out in groups, you know. I feel like when you work out in groups, you get that motivation, you know, oh, like yeah. if everyone has like the same goal. So if anyone's out there, you know, you're thinking about spring cleaning and you have a few of your friends that are on that same wave as you, you know, work out together, like plan like group activities, you know? Yeah, it's because it's 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 very good because it's part of the support system. You know, <coughs> like I think uh, a lot of people have heard like, you know, when you're trying to make a change, you got to put yourself in the right environment for it. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, anytime, you know, someone makes the goal where, you know, they're like, OK, I want to lose a lot of weight or. You know, I want to get stronger, want to get fitter, whatever it is. Um, you know, the the people who are close to them, they will have good intention and be supportive of them. But you know, they'll you know they'll joke around here and there, mm -hmm. and you know you, you gotta you gotta find people that you can also surround yourself with who are not of your usual circle, but have the same goal like you said, Booba. So that way you can go ahead and keep yourself accountable but then keep each other accountable too and it, right. it's just so much easier that way too yeah yeah I, and i think I, I think there's also something to just like again do do something you know sometimes it's difficult in remembering like that one day or one moment doesn't equate an entire experience you know yeah like i think it's easy for people um, I know for, for me on, you know, my own personal journey, it was always easy to like, you know, work out hard. You have that first initial like, oh, you lose a bunch of water weight and then you sort of plateau and then you just go, oh, well, you know, I missed a day. Now that just means I'm going to go back up. You know what I mean? Like or whatever I was doing, I'm losing all the, the results or whatever. Um, and I think it's easy for people to get down on themselves. Yeah. Remember, oh, yeah. like, you know what? No, that was one day. Don't do it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do something. If it's like, you know, find something, something else you want to do that takes your mind off of the working out. Like, you know, sh like I think Lynn uh, said, uh, going shopping. You know, you're yeah. walking around the mall for like two hours. Like, that's good cardio, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It is. Go people watching. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get moving. 
Yeah. yeah. So that's coming up to the end of our program tonight. So we want to thank you for coming out and sharing your knowledge and then being part of our panel and talking about spring cleaning and trying to help motivate people out there with their physical, mental, emotional, and we didn't get to the spiritual part. Um, but usually when we have a guest that comes on a show, you have a 30-second plug where you have the microphone and there's pure silence, and you could say whatever you want if you want to you know, uh, market your brand, you want to say a positive quote, whatever you like to do. Are you up for that? Uh, give me one second. I think I am up for that. He's going to meditate, ladies mm. and gentlemen. He's got his eyes closed and he's floating. Yes, he's floating in space, it's yo. like Master Yoda, the new Jedi. You seen the trailer for that? Yes. Amazing. I have a feeling there's not going to be any more Jedis. They're going to call them Skywalkers. That would be dope. That would be so dope. Yeah. So. I think they're going to do a mashup between Star Trek and Star Wars and in the debate once and for all. You know what? If that were to ever happen. (laughs) You know what's funny? It would be such a flop. I do. I will (laughs) say that I feel Star Trek, based on what we're seeing. Stargate. They travel a lot further. Than yeah. Star Wars oh, faster, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but I feel like Star Warp Wars is more speed. superior because of the Force. The Force changes everything. Okay, go ahead. You, you can say it. <laughs> can you give me? Can you your phone? I gotta bring up uh, IG. I wanna. I wanna say a little quote from. Uh, mm. Quotables. It's actually something I posted, Quotables. but not my quote. See, you you got a quick plug, Grand Booba? Yeah, I just want to give a shout out once again to the winner of the uh, Fresh Delivery Bracket bracket Challenge. Big Kevin. Big Kevin out in Canada. Yeah, from Canada. Maple Leafs. Yeah, (laughs) man. Maple syrup. Maple syrup, poutine, all that good stuff. And uh, have you had poutine before? Poutine oh, is poutine. delicious. I know. Actually, I think I have. You, you have yeah. to go to Montreal for that, though. Fries Montreal. with gravy and like cheese curdles. Yes, yeah. it's delicious, especially the ones in uh, Montreal and McDonald's. They yeah. make it so bomb. McDonald's in Montreal. Yeah, That's McDonald's in Canada is actually uh, really good. I've heard international McDonald's are like the jump off. Like yes. Americans are put to yeah. shame because you know every country has like their signature, right. you know, like sandwich. Yeah. Like, so they have, put like, it in lobster, their McDonald's. A yeah, lobster burger or something. Yo, so in Hawaii, they have uh, you know how we have like Big Mac. They have spam. You know how we have like hotcakes and sausage. Yeah. yeah, they have like Portuguese sausage, eggs and rice. Ooh, oh wow, that sounds right. delicious. Um, I've had. I haven't had it, but I've seen it at a McDonald's. They had a lobster roll. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the question is like, <laughs> what kind of where are you getting the lobster from? Like <laughs> Godzilla's be- you know belly or something. But yeah. you have a plug, J J. QZ, <laughs> JQ, Jim oh. Quixen, a.k.a. JCB, <laughs> a.k.a. The Organic Hacker. <laughs> um, I don't know that I have much to plug. Um, you know, you can check me out, though, at A Brown Creates on Instagram and check out my 365 Days of Color series yeah. uh, that is almost done. I'm like less than 60 days out. So 365 days of color if you're ever looking for cool color palettes. It's actually really cool. Very, very cool. Random random photos of the moments. Mm -hmm. Catching that moment while he's still living in it and then adding the color palettes. The color palette is actually very cool. Yeah. Very cool concept. So our guest. Okay. Jump roll. Bam. Go. Okay. So this is actually a quote. um, Something my grandmother told me. Um, So 
she told me, and this is translated roughly from Cambodian, but um, one of the things that I remember before she passed away that she told me was to never let anyone's opinion take priority over what you want to achieve in life and never let fear take priority over your passions to achieve in life. Mm. And Stamp grandma. Yeah. Yep. OG. Yeah. I mean, I've taken, you know, she told me that when I was uh, 15 years old, which is actually the last time I saw her. Um, mm. She lived in Cambodia, you know, her whole life. Um, and so I kind of set off with that ever since then for the last, what, 13 years? Um, it didn't really, I didn't really understand it until probably the last 10 years and, and when I really found something I, I liked. And I mean, whether it's fitness or whatever you're into or if it's something big or small, you know, it's just a matter of realizing that you can take any all the advice you want from anyone, but they, and at the end of the day, if you know what's right for you, you should go for it and you should stick to it. Absolutely, absolutely. Actually, funny you have a quote. I have a quote from high school too. Mm. And uh, it's, life thrives independently, searching for innocence. Mm. Enjoy life, but don't let life enjoy you. Mm. Yeah. Facts. So when you hear life thrives independently, searching for innocence, it kind of makes sense. It's almost like saying, excuse my language, shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Life is going to happen. But if you can ha and if you can take control of what you want to do, right, your destiny, your goal setting, then you have a grasp of what you want to do. And it starts with the spring cleaning. So that's the end of our show. Make sure you follow us on the gram. Make sure you hit that like or follow button on Instagram. You can follow us at the Fresh 30. Also on Facebook. Also, if you want to catch other episodes or the most current episode, you can download us on the Anchor app to get the most updated links. And also, what are they called? Notifications or push to talk? What are they called? Push notifications. Push notifications. Push notifications. Also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Spotify. And I am your host, the Shaolin Fantastic. JCB. Grand Booba. Shubrisosk, my strength movement. And we're out, y'all. Peace. Random sounds. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking us out on the Fresh Delivery Show. You can listen to us on other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify, whichever one you like. Make sure you like one of them or all of them. Make sure you follow us on the gram at The Fresh Delivery and on Facebook, The Fresh Delivery Show. And if there's something you like, hit that heart or like. Maybe you get it once, twice, anything that's nice. Yeah.